I just dinged, were you listening? From that mob, blood is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're in dragon blight. Walking in a wintry north wind. Gone away is the outlands. Here to stay is the snowlands. Arthas will mock as we go along. Walking in a wintry north wind. In Skolos are we can ride a rock man. Then pretend that he is King Kong. We'll say, are you ancient? He'll say, yeah, man. And you can port to Angoro from now on. Later on, we'll be trying. As the mind-filled sense is flying. To kill some elites while we're in Stone Peaks. Walking in a wintry north wind. Up in ice ground we can gank a shaman And slash hug as he is falling down We'll have lots of fun camping the shaman Until his other guildmates come around When it snows, ain't it pretty? If your frame rates aren't too shitty We'll quest and we'll play the outlandish way Walking in a wintry north wind The moon will glow bright on lands all so white Walking in a wintry north Welcome to episode 465 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Justin. Monday, Monday. It's not Monday here. No, it's not. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Um, <clears throat> so, you're talking about Marvel Snap. So, I was. And you've tweeted about it. You're still playing it. Which, yeah, that's... Yeah, I, I gotta say, I'm surprised. Yeah. Really surprised. I figured you would have got burnt out on it by now. I would have thought I would have too. And I'm definitely cooled on it. Uh, weirdly enough, so what this game does is I don't know how often it is. When do you think a new season starts? You only you do you play the every last month. Of the season? Is it just is it, it a month? month? Okay, yeah. okay. That sounds about right for when it came out. I think there's I think we're in the third season. Um so when it so Marvel Snap is a rank ranked based game effectively. Um, yeah, no, no effectively about it. Like it is similar to if you've ever played Hearthstone, for example, you are at a rank, uh, you go up and down rank based on the number of cubes you win or lose. So it's not, 
a it's not an MMR random match but skill based matching game. It at least I assume it's not. I assume it matches you to your rank more or less. Um as far as I know, yeah, it matches you based on not the collector level. A lot of people were like, at the very beginning, were like, yeah, it matches you on your collector. I was like, no, why would it match you on the collector level? Yeah. And, like, and and especially because, like, your collector level does affect, like, what cards you have access to. Uh, and someone with a much higher collector level is going to have a lot large, lot more cards. But ultimately, like, you can you can make... You can make competitive, I say, <laughs> lightly decks. At a yeah. low collective collector's level, like you can you can grind if you want to with like some straightforward decks. There's plenty of videos and articles and things out there for how to like build uh, a deck. I, I I believe I see it called Zoo because it's just like a bunch of you know small creatures that don't like have. It's not a combo deck, but anyway. Um, and every time there's a new season, it drops you like several several levels. <laughs> In the ranking. Uh, yeah, I think like 20 or 30. Something like that. It's a lot. Yeah. And I believe that was kind of your tipping point, right? Yeah. It was just like as soon as I, because I just got reset and I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Um, like, I'm good on that. I don't want to play with this anymore. Yeah. It's definitely a game. Like, I don't, I don't love the game. I enjoy playing it. Like, it's a good time killing game you know like play a little before bed maybe a, a game or two at lunch um but it it i'm running into the issue i always run into with competitive card games which is that at some like my joy in playing a card game is building a deck and building a unique deck and even better, building a unique deck that wins. Like if I, even if I stumble up upon an archetype just because I was throwing cards together that I thought would work well together, like that's satisfying. And eventually, any card game, including Marvel Snap, like you get high enough in the ranks, you're gonna see a handful of decks. And I don't enjoy that. I don't enjoy like oh, like in Marvel Snap, like I would say the strongest decks are like discard decks. And uh, and and uh, death destruction decks like destruction decks are super hard. I even kind of bitterly because I'm following the Marvel Snap account, tweeted back at them because they introduced a new card that works really well in in uh, destruction decks. And I was like, cool. Uh, you know, probably the 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 strongest deck type right now just got an, another weapon. Great. Um. So, yeah, I'm still enjoying it. Like I uh. I, I do enjoy getting a new card and thinking about ways to um, build a deck around it, but I am also getting sick of there's no good way. Like if you see a card, you really want shrug. Good luck getting that card. Yeah. Um, that's, that was my thing too. It's like, it's just like, you don't, you, there's no way for you to get cards, specific cards, unless you got, I guess you could go, Buy the variant version in the store, I guess, if it pops up. Yeah, but I don't think... I don't think it pops about... up. I think it only has variants that you have. Yes, I've noticed that. They they will run promotions. Like, right, I think uh, a month ago they were running, like, a Captain America promotion. Except I think Captain America is one of the cards you just get at the beginning. 
But they'll do promotions like during the the last uh, season was uh, based around Black Panther. And you could have bought a bundle that would have gotten you the Black Panther card plus like a couple avatars and some card backs and stuff like that. I mean, it's one of those games where they have a they have season passes and they have bundles and things that you can buy. And that would just get you the card, of course, because you spent money. Um, but otherwise, there's not a good way. Now, they did just... I say that they did add an update a couple weeks ago where there's now a slot in the store that rotates every, I want to say six hours, four or six hours. And it'll just be a card. I don't know if it's a card. I think it's a card you do not have and you can pay a new type of currency of course, of course. to get it. Right. And I noticed Matt, like I, I have bought one card from that because yeah. everybody got a free, I want to say 3000 of this currency oh. and cards can cost anywhere between a thousand and 6,000. And I've noticed that the, the cards I want are on the higher end, <laughs> which, you know, theoretically shouldn't really be that way because like, Oh, you know, card games have a philosophy where like, yeah, you're going to have, quote-unquote good cards that work in certain decks, but theoretically all the cards are quote-unquote balanced. Um, so I don't know how they figure out that that amount, but I've only bought the one thing of my precious. I don't even know how to earn them. I've gotten a few somehow. I think I think it was due to like there was some downtime during the, the patch. Bug, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so that's really the only way to like, I want that card to to just get a card. And then so right now, like I'm running into... Like I might build a deck around a card that I enjoy, but I can feel it's missing pieces or there are suboptimal cards in there. And then I'll play against a deck that like where it's like, oh, we they played a lot longer. So they have all the pieces I would like to have. And that's that's discouraging. Yeah, that's discouraging. And I've again, like I've seen people say that, like the cards are balanced. You you can play just fine without having all the cards. But still, when you get beat by a card that you don't have, that's discouraging. Yeah. Not only that you don't have, but like you don't have a good avenue to get. At least in Hearthstone, as crappy as it was, you could uh, turn things into dust, I believe it was. And yeah, you can dust stuff. That was a currency that you could spend to just straight up buy a card you didn't have. And it, like, it was tough, but you could absolutely, in a, I don't know, a couple days or so of playing, like, get a card that you just really wanted. So. Anyway, like I said, it's a good time killer. It's a unique game. It's fun. I like, you know, getting one over on my opponent. I, I really enjoy interacting with the uh, locations. I'm kind of surprised they haven't introduced an alternate uh, a queue for um, no locations, maybe. But it seems like, A, they don't want to, you know, bisect. It's, it's, it's really nice when you load the app, I'm sure, for them to just have one big play button and you just you go in it takes at most five seconds to match up with somebody and you're playing but uh i don't know sometimes the locations it's just some of the locations are fucking terrible in my opinion matt (laughs) yeah i'd be like oh okay i put i got you know a couple spots here or something it's like all right well somebody just randomized the location and you can't play anything there anymore or yeah yeah just 
I mean, there, there are definitely restrictive ones and, and there's a wide variety. I'll give them that. But sometimes it's like a location will destroy each player's deck and replace it with 10 random cards. So then you're just like, it just feels like yeah. a, a fucking coin flip at that or, point. What was it? I got, I had something and it was like, I think it was a location where it was all like, they'll play it for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was all e- like, EO will play both, uh, both players decks. Like, what are we even doing here? Yeah. Like, like how, how do you decide that that's a fun and creative thing? Especially cause the AI is not particularly good. There's another yeah. card called Agatha. So Agatha Harkness is in the game. You may know her from WandaVision. Yeah. And her thing is that she is, she has a lot of power. So, like, if you can get to turn six, she will play herself for more power than most turn six cards. But otherwise, she controls your deck. And she's not a good Marvel Snap player. <laughs> right. <laughs> She'll make, she could, she makes legal plays. Like, you know, she she's not allowed to do anything you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. But she's, she'll, she'll leave mana on the table. For no good reason and misplay where to put cards. And I actually watched because uh, I was I was like, how do you fucking make a deck around this? And I watched a, uh, a video and this guy made a pretty good uh, zoo deck. And the idea is it, it was a discard deck. And the idea is that you discard her and then bring her back later once you get control with like a Ghost Rider or Hella. Hella is one of those cards. Did you ever see Hella, Matt? Mm, I don't know. So Hella in this game will return all cards that you've discarded to to uh, to your side of the board randomly, uh, and it's pretty fucking powerful. And it's one of those cards that when you get beat by, you're like, "Wee! I wish I could get that card. I, I want that card. <laughs> yeah. Can I have that card? No, you can't have that yeah. card. It's so powerful. It's a turn six play, sure, but like you make a deck around discarding a bunch of cards." which you can easily do. Most of the cards that most of the cards that discard other cards are, are uh, tuned up because it's considered a disadvantage. Have to discard a card, but not in this deck. Um, so yeah, that location sucks. The one that controls each people's decks. It's just not fun. Like you're not like we, I'm not, you're not having a fun time. There's a, there's a location that will put a random card on each for, for each player on either side. Is that the X-Men one? Yeah, I think it's actually, yeah, I think it's the the X-Mansion. Yeah. And, uh, you know, feels great when you get the big creature (laughs) and they get something (laughs) shitty. Feels just as bad when it's the other way around. Yeah. So I saw, like, that's that's what you see on the the Marvel Snap subreddit sometimes is people just posting their fucking terrible RNG. And one guy (laughs) got, um, one guy got, like, there's, there's a couple cards. Oh, that's what it was. He got... Like Angel. He got like, something low cost, and then his opponent got Hobgoblin, so Hobgoblin came over to his side and gave him a negative eight. So he got like, a, that's what it was, he got like a zero power creature that was like not good, because it's like meant to be in other decks. Um, yeah, and then that <laughs> negative eight, taking up two slots on that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's fine. It's a good game. It's a good free game. I've not yet felt the urge to spend any money on it. I think I bought the Battle Pass the first season. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I looked at it as like, ah, uh, they made a, a pretty good game. I had fun with it. Here you go. Battle Pass. Right. Yeah, and I'm... 
I'm into that kind of thing. Like I, I've, I totally get that, especially as a game I've never paid money for. I've clearly played hours of it. <laughs> um, but I, I, I would do that if I was actually in, uh, drawn to buy any of that stuff. <laughs> What else is going on? Uh, let's see. I think I don't remember if I talked about God of War the last time I was on. Mm, Has I can't it been remember. that long? It's yeah, been a while. It's been quite a while. <laughs> so I uh, bought the new God of War Ragnarok, and I uh, I just beat that this past weekend. Yeah. Sequel to the 2018 God of War. That was the game. Like if you if you remember the God of War series originally, it was just like the the quintessential 13-year-old game. You're a guy with chain swords. You're in kind of Devil May Cry action, beat him up. You're beating the shit out of mythological, Greek mythological creatures and killing Greek gods. Um, <laughs> so, super violent. It so, also had like the, it, it also originated, <clears throat> originated like uh, the first game was kind of, ooh, because there was a part where you would come upon these sexy uh, nymph ladies and you could press a button and the, the camera would go to the side, but you could hear like, oh, like they're fucking. So, like, so uh, what's the plot of this game? Like so 20. So, 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 the, the, so the, the last game, the plot was like, you guys were going out hunting or something. I can't remember. Like he left the house to teach the boy how to do something or something in the first game. Uh, it opens and Kratos, this ridiculous character I was just describing, having killed the entire Greek pantheon in God of War three. Right. Is suddenly this is all in, about revenge for his wife, right? Or something. Or is suddenly or... in what looks like Scandinavia and your wife has just died and you are getting uh, wood to uh, build a funeral pyre for her and you being Kratos. And also apparently you have like, I don't know, an eight year old son and you teach, you, you know, you're helping to teach the boy to hunt. Um, you, you burn your dead wife and then uh, a guy shows up who turns out to be a Norse God and gets into a big fight with Kratos. And you decide to go on a journey with your son, Atreus to uh, distribute your wife's ashes in the highest point in all the realms, which is pretty much the impetus for the whole game. And you end up um, tangling with... And people are just like, fuck you, you can't come this way. More or less. <laughs> like It's kind of one of those story. I mean, it's it's a classic, like, Logan or Unforgiven, you know, like, old badass is trying to be retired. But because he's an old badass, just, like, either uh, he can't help but get involved or, like, big bad things and find him. Because sure enough, like, that's what happened is that, like, the the gods found out that, you know, a, a god of war from <laughs> a faraway land is living on their lands. Um, I don't remember exactly why, but I think Odin, like, Odin is a big bad and he wanted to get involved. You don't actually see Odin in the first game, but you do see him in the second game. So in the first game, you, you go through all that. You find out that your son is actually Loki from Norse mythology. Uh, and apparently there's a prophecy, there's prophecies and like, maybe you're helping to build Norse mythology in these games. And the second one opens 
several years later with uh, Ragnarok starting, which begins with Thimble Winter, which is just a brutally cold winter that sets in. You say and, you keep saying like first and second, but you actually mean like the fifth one now, right? Yeah, I mean like because 2018 is such one? a departure, and they just the 2018 game. I I hate this this thing that companies do where they just call it God of War. Right. Like no hyphen, no nothing else to delineate it. It's just rah, doom. And so we all have to end up calling it. No, it's doom 2016 and it's God of War 2018 and <laughs> Spider-Man 2018. Um, well, the, well, the original God of War though, like the plot was that like his something happened, right? And like, this was, yeah. So, so Kratos originally had a family where so in the original original game like in the intro to the game intro cinematic you are a uh soldier of of the original god of war Ares and in your frenzied soldier state being sent out to you know marauder and do war you kill your wife and son or wife and children jeez and then having done this you are kind of snapped at Kratos has snapped out of his uh, spell and gets really pissed and thus begins his saga of revenge first in the first game, killing Ares and taking his place as the God of War. Yeah. So in this game, uh, now in 20 on the new game, um, you're just, you're still just kind of hiding and, but your son is older now. He's a teenager and he's like, I got to figure out what my place is in this world is I don't think we should just be sitting here and Kratos just was like, we should just hunker down and be safe. Nah, boy, let's just stay in this cabin forever. More or less. Yeah. Boy. But that's not how video games work. Um, and <laughs> <Or> legacies. So <laughs> you go about your way and, uh, you know, the story unfolds, which I won't get into too much, but it brings in Odin and Thor who were just hinted at in the first game as antagonists. But also in this game, uh, spoilers, you end up playing a lot as Atreus, which is an interesting shift that I did not expect. And you end up with other companions. In the first game, Atreus ran around with Kratos the whole time. And you controlled Kratos and you kind of controlled Atreus, but he would run around the field and shoot arrows and help out a little bit. And in this game, you get all you you shift your companions fairly regularly. Um Otherwise, it's it's very. It, I mean, it plays very, very much like the first game, including like exact copies of abilities that Kratos had in the first game that are yet still taken away from you in this at the beginning of this game. And you have to earn them back because video games, I guess. Um, I think that the story is pretty darn good. It's like really high up there. Like the production values, this is a Sony story AAA game. And the acting is fantastic. The, the animation is great. Um, the twists and turns of the story, I, I do. I mean, if you liked 2018, you're probably already playing this or planning on getting it. But um, still, as as we don't have a lot of good third-person melee action games. And I think this one is pretty good. Uh, I think my only complaint is how video gamey it is, if that makes any sense. Like it's the puzzles and things are very like 20, like 2007 environmental puzzles. They're not particularly engaging or satisfying. 
Um, I mean, that's pretty much standard, though, right? I mean, like, I'm trying it, to think, like, what's is. the next innovation? I don't like, know. I, don't, I mean, I, I, I guess, I mean, like, Elden Ring just was like, no, nah, we're not going to have environmental puzzles, or they would have ones that were simple enough that you just kind of automatically solve by running around a dungeon. Um, I don't, I don't know. I guess what I would say is I'm sick of environmental puzzles that are just going to be kind of basic, like either be, I don't want to say either be a puzzle game or be an action game, but like, if you're not going to be able to make the puzzles particularly interesting or engaging, just then why waste my time? Also, I'm sick of having to shimmy along ledges and slowly crawl (laughs) up walls like I did in Uncharted 15 years ago. Yeah. It just, uh, the, the traversal in this game can get old, especially in the end game and in the post game when you're kind of running around clearing some things up. It's just like, just let me teleport around. I don't know. Like that or like I, super jump or something, you know, something I'm, I'm just so appreciative of quality of life aspects and in, in some modern video games I've played. Like it's one thing I praised the Assassin's Creed origins and Odyssey. They just, they just made it better. They just, in almost every way they made the experience smoother and some of these studios like still want to bail out a lot of unnecessary chaff. <laughs> um, but still, uh, great game. Total, totally happy to have paid my full price. Um, and then certainly, if you have a PS4 or a PS5, I mean, like, like <laughs> what do you have those systems for if you're not buying games like this? I guess. Uh, other than that, we are, uh, oh, I, uh, yeah, uh, we're, uh, working our way through Andor. Do you know what that is, Matt? Have you, I'm sure you've seen people I mean, about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't watched any of it, but I've heard it's really good. You should check it out. Yeah, that's, so that's the Star Wars show that everyone is, like, calling the, the best show on Rogue TV One? right now. It is it is seemingly a more or less direct prequel to uh, Rogue One. It's the Andor is the name of um the rebel guy in Rogue One. Um uh, Diego Luna, I think is his, the actor's name. Um and so this the show is ostensibly about him becoming a rebel. And I think we're a little over halfway. Uh I will I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's definitely better than almost every other Star Wars show. I still have a soft spot for Boba Fett because of how ridiculous that show is. Mm-hmm. Um, and to an extent, like Andor is sort of the exact opposite. Like it's, it's almost takes Star Wars more seriously than we, sh- than I, sh- than we should. It's kind of like, it's like, I think my, my, my one complaint would be like, Andor is great. It's not really a Star Wars show. It's more like <laughs> a different kind of sci-fi show because it is so serious and severe. But I, at the same time, the writing and the acting and everything is real, real good. Um, the, the twists have been engaging. I, th- I think the pacing could be a little better personally, but um, we're enjoying it. I know Jennifer's really enjoying it. I'm just not enjoying it as much as like some people who are like best show of the year. It's like, all right, maybe, (laughs) I don't know. 
I don't watch a ton of television. It's it's not the best show I've seen this year. Yeah. Um, Severance is, uh, in case you're wondering. So, um, yeah, but still, it's it is nice. I, I like what they're doing with Star Wars. I like that they're. I like that I can get Boba Fett and Andor in the same year. Uh, I, I would prefer more of that kind of goofy Boba Fett campiness, probably. But um, still looking forward, my understanding is that Andor just gets better and better. It's kind of one of those shows that like really nails the the final act. So looking forward to... was expecting to finish that before I leave, but now I'm looking at the days, and I don't know. I may have to do a short marathon or something. Um, How many more episodes are there? I mean... Well, there's like you guys kill me. You guys just watch one episode every five weeks or something. It kills me. I like. I'm I like, mean, come on, guys, let's watch. It's only seven o'clock right now. We can just watch like two or three more ep. Ah, we watched enough for today. We watch like an episode a night. I think that's pretty fair. We have other things we want to do, like play God of War <laughs> Ragnarok. You know. Yeah. But uh, what about you? Are you watching anything right now? Uh... Or have you just finished anything worth? Mentioning, I don't know why, but I jumped back back into Sword Art Online. I don't know. I just had like I saw you tweet about that. Like, so the original series, yeah. And I just, I guess, just because I wanted like the feeling of an episode. Like, I liked, <laughs> you know, how like you'll watch something and it'll just like resonate with you, and then so you'll come back to it later and be like, oh man, that really that. I don't know, just. I feel like the first, I think it's like 14 episodes is like really like the first story arc. And like those first 14 episodes are just like really good. And then it just jumps off the, it just fucking jumps a shark after Mm. that. But, but, uh, Is, is that first 14 episodes? That's like a complete season, right? I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it's weird. I'm so asking, having not seen it in a while, is is this episode fifteen start where is is that where it starts to get weird with yeah the pervy stuff? Okay, yeah, it's like yeah, because like first season though, <laughs> great first arc. But if you go look it up and like like if you go watch it off Hulu, it's like season one is like way more than that, and I'm all like, but it feels like season one should have ended right here, like <laughs> like. This part right here is where season one should have ended, and it should have been like, okay, season two. But I don't know. It's really weird. But I don't know. It's just you get these – it's kind of like how you'd probably go back and watch certain scenes of Dragon Ball Z or something that you know mm-hmm. we grew up on and be like, oh, man, I love it when like he did that, you know, or – when right. they, you know, fused or when they first – get went, like the scene where Krillin gets blown up and he goes Super Saiyan or – uh, you know, it's just it's just you have those resonating episodes of 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 something that you'll watch and you bet, oh, that was such a good episode. Right. Like like, you know, I, I would show you <clears throat> that man seeking woman and I'd go back and I'd watch certain episodes of that just because they make me laugh or they make <laughs> it's just something dumb or I don't know, it's just really weird to like have your mind like have an itch. Almost like you're like, ah, I really want to kind of watch that right now. Yeah, and, I mean, even more so when it comes like the, around the holidays, you know, like you may have like the itch to watch holiday movies because of the spirit, you know, your mm-hmm. everything going on around you. Um, 
But uh, I, I, I've seen stuff. It's not really worth mentioning. I watched that day shift movie on that. I renewed for Netflix for a, a month so I could like catch up on. Stuff. I was I, I started to watch Warrior Nine, but then yeah. I realized, oh shit, I gotta c- kind of go back and watch the first season of that. Oh, there's two or, seasons. Yeah, and it's I been only like just heard about the show existing. Yeah, it's been like almost pre-pandemic when Warrior Nine came out. Like it has been a while since Warrior Nine first came out, and hmm. and so it was always up in the. I was like, yeah, I don't know if they're going to make a sequel to this. Like, but it just got canceled. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, really? I found out this. I found out the thing like... existed because Warrior Nine was trending on on a Twitter, and I was like, <laughs> "What the hell is this?" <laughs> Oh, it's the thing that a thing that's being canceled. <laughs> that makes no sense. Like I have, well, I mean, it makes sense if being a Netflix show, right? Uh, yeah, it's just so funny because like I was reading like an article and it was, just, I mean, a, a tweet and people were like, "What's the best show this year?" And like, I would probably say eighty percent of the replies and this like, you know, two hundred replies was probably Warrior Nine. Wow, and I was like. Oh man, I guess I gotta really check out this warrior nut. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, I watched Day Day Shift, which was Jamie Foxx vampire movie, which is just awful, don't watch. <laughs> is it one that just came out? It came out I think around October or September, August, somewhere right in there. I don't know. It was a Netflix movie. Um, but like it's Jamie Fox and uh, Franco, uh, not James Franco, but the other bro- the other brother, the younger brother. You know who oh. I'm talking about, right? I don't know. The, I don't know. I don't remember his. I, I forgot I, that I forgot until just now that James Franco has a brother. Uh, uh, God. I know it too. That's gonna oh man. Um but anyways it starts Jamie Foxx and that Franco and also Snoop Dogg's in it. So that's how you know it's not really Huh. Um that's the kind of like that's the that's when you know like, oh, they're not making something serious that they think people are gonna come watch because of the quality. We gotta throw in the meme uh, celebrity. Have you seen uh this video game that's called like something city boss, something city city boss, city boss video game. Yeah, it's a it's on Epic uh, Store right now. Doesn't sound familiar, it. but it's. Let me tell you the cast that's on this, buddy. <laughs> you can, and you can bet where the money went went on this game, and that mm. wasn't production value. Oh, it's Crime <laughs> Boss, Crime Boss, not City Boss, Crime Boss, and it's called Crime Boss. Rocky City. It's wait a minute. Is this the game that was just announced? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. This is the game that was at the Game Awards. Yeah, I saw this. I saw. I saw people riffing on this by saying, "Like, wow, the uh, the spirit of 2002 uh, GTA games is alive." <laughs> yeah, I was all like. Just call it Rockstar City, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's that's taken. 
We're just going to be like Rock A City and we're going to make it as clear as possible that this is kind of like GTA Online. Oh, it's so like, it looks so awful. (laughs) The game looks so bad. I watched like. I actually have it. So you've watched gameplay of it and it looks bad? I watched like six minutes of gameplay last night. And I was like, boy, this just looks bad. Yikes. Yeah, the poster is clearly like, hey, you like GTA, don't you? Hey. Hey, look at these celebs we got. We got Kim Basinger. Who would you say the biggest celebrity in that group is? Ooh, that's a good question, man. So we got Kim Basinger. We got uh, Danny Trevejo. I think it's just Danny Trejo, isn't it? Mm, maybe. I think you're right. We got Michael Madsen. We got Donald Glover. Is that? Is that Vanilla Ice? That's Vanilla Ice. I uh, We've got Michael Rourke, who you're like, I don't know who the fuck Michael Rourke is. Michael Rourke is the guy that's uh, Yondu the yeah. in the Guardians of the Galaxy. He was also in the first or second season of The Walking Dead. Yeah, first and second season. Oh, he was Daryl's brother. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea, Matt. I, you didn't I, even mention uh, Chuck Norris. Oh, Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. Chuck Norris. Like, that's then, a really good question because none of those people. And then you got this other guy. I don't know who this Danny, other guy is. Danny Glover. I don't. I mean, Kim Basinger, like, I feel like that kind of carries, but certainly not for anyone under the age of 30. Danny Trejo's, Danny Trejo's right, legitimate, right? I don't know about legitimate. He's almost everything he's been in has been kind of goofy or ultra violent. Damien, Damien Portier. Is he like Sidney Portier's son? I don't know this actor. I don't either. He's an American actor and stuntman. He's best known for his role as Chains and Payday 2. Yeah. That guy, that guy, that guy's not a guy. So it's not that guy. <laughs> I mean, he got featured no. on the... I will tell you in the poster, Michael Madsen's head is biggest. So that probably <laughs> just guy. means that he has the best agent. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Chuck Norris is the most recognizable. Like if you were to like list all these names oh, yeah. and show these people, they would be like, hey, Chuck Norris. But that's not like a big, like draw. I don't think. I just, I just thought, I thought Danny Glover was too old for this shit. But apparently, he was not. too old for this shit thirty years ago. How old is Danny Glover at this point? Yeah, let's find out. He's seventy six. Wow. Like, I mean, that's kind of young when you think. Like, man, he's not as old as I thought he would be. Yeah, I do know that he. But of course, you have to recognize that, like. All of these actors are going to look young in this game. All of these actors are old and and they're, they're younged up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Kim Basinger. She's got to be, I guess she's probably around the same age. They're all, they're all 80 stars really. Right. Yeah. I mean, Danny Glover, didn't he play an old person in a movie like 15 years ago? He's played an old person in everything he's played in. Yeah. I suppose that's true. (laughs) He's playing like, Every single movie he's playing in, I think he's like a retired somebody, like grandpa in a retirement home. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, 
yeah, that movie, that game, just oof, boy, that game looks bad. It just looks real bad. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. I watched uh, Black Adam. Yeah, is it? That's all it's worth mentioning about. Okay. It. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll this. I I didn't have like some great opinion of The Rock before this movie. But a lot of what I've seen him say about the movie and about the DC universe since then, I now don't have a particularly good opinion about him. Like, apparently, he didn't, even though Black Adam is closely related to Shazam, he didn't want to fight Shazam. He doesn't want anything to do with the Shazam. Apparently, it's in his contract that if he fights anybody, it's Superman. Implying that his character, Black Adam, is only, like, only Superman could step up to him. It's just like douchey, I mean, he is Shazam. Like, like <laughs> I hate to tell you, but like you say Shazam, bro. Oh, like, does he even do say that in the movie? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, he gets his powers like from the same source. Yeah. He is just evil Shazam. Yeah. Like, but I mean, I don't know. It would be. I didn't, I, didn't I didn't hear anything uh, good about that movie. <laughs> yeah, and it had it has an actress I really like. Uh, she played in this show called Life. Uh, I think that's the first time I ever saw her. Uh, me and Brian are really big fans of that show. Hmm. Um, it was a early two thousands show. It had oh, um, there's a show called Billionaire. Have you ever seen that? No. Uh, well, you've seen. Um, Stephen King movie with the worm things. Langoliers? Uh, no. And they're out in, out in this, they're out on vacation. It has Jason, uh, Jason Lee in it. And, uh, one, he sits on the toilet to stop one from coming out. What? Uh, it, it has, oh, does it have Danny Glover? No, it doesn't have Danny Glover. It has some, <laughs> But uh, it's uh man, sleep no, uh, sleepwalker no, uh, no sleepwalkers was the cat people movie. They're they're on like vacation, and this guy comes. It's all about an alien invasion, and like, uh, it has a mentally challenged Stephen guy. King. Yeah, it has a hmm. mentally challenged guy that is actually a white alien. Uh. And it basically had, oh my God. <laughs> you don't remember this movie? <laughs> I'm stunned had, that uh, I don't. Punisher guy. Um, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane in it. Oh he's the main guy. Like, he's one of the main guys. And then his friend, he's a redheaded guy. Um, He's in that movie too. Dreamcatcher? Yes. Yes, Dreamcatcher. I'm sure I remember hearing about this movie, but right You've now, never seen I want to say I've never heard of this movie. They're all out in the woods, man. They're having a good old time, and then like this, this one like camper guy comes in. He's like throwing up everywhere, and like he goes to oh, use so the bathroom and he it's, dies. It's like a, it's like an alien, the thing movie. Yeah. One of those kind of like, oh, kinda. we're isolated and oh, some shit gets a hold of us. Yeah, kind of. But the military's who is the who is the bad guy in that? 
There's a bag. I don't know. Like, what's the cast? You were looking it up. What's the cast? In? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. He's the good guy. But then Donnie, no- Donnie Wahlberg. Uh-huh. Damian Lewis, which is one of those guys. Maybe you recognize the name. Wow. Tom- Timothy Oliphant is in this movie. Tom Sizemore. Some little kids. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Like, Morgan Freeman. Does it have... Uh... Is it the drill sergeant Michael, from Michael Full, Metal, Full, Full Metal Jacket? Is Arlie Army? No, I don't see him in this oh, list. Okay, I think it's something else. I definitely think you're going to have to load up the cast to yourself at this point. Yeah, and maybe it's time for a Dreamcatcher rewatch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> huh? it may be Christmassy That's movie. Eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Really? I, it wasn't that bad. But anyways, that main guy there, uh, which is, he's like in the first, uh, yeah, Damian Lewis. That's the guy that starred in Life. I don't even remember Timothy Oliphant in this movie. I do not remember Timothy. It must have been Tom He Sizemore. probably has a, a, a side, a, like a real small role. Yeah. It had to be Tom Sizemore was a bad guy in this. I could never see Tom Sizemore as not being a bad guy. You just look at me go, yeah, that guy. Yeah, right. Well, either a bad guy or a mob guy. <laughs> oh, it was in uh, Black Hawk Down. I don't know that. Um. But yeah, anyways, uh, so you so you're gonna go try to go see Avatar? I sure am. I just I was I, I was just about to bring up. I also rewatched Avatar for the first time. That movie's bad, bro. Since I saw it in the theater. So here's what I say about Avatar. Here's what I say about Avatar. <laughs> Unobtainium. The char- like... the characters are are cardboard. The acting. Not great, except for Zoe Zaldana and obviously uh, Sigourney Weaver. Like, there's some actors that you just put them in a movie and it just works because they're so good. Right. Um, Giovanni Ribisi has been good in some movies. He is not one of those actors that can just be good. Um, the story is not particularly good. It's very simple. Uh, rewatching the movie for the first time since I saw it in theaters, I had forgotten how um uh deus ex machina it is for the main character like he is a true um you know male mary sue character he pretty much like he gets lost in the woods his his uh his girlfriend i can't think of her name right now yeah future girlfriend eventual girlfriend finds him and is like you idiot you're like a baby you know, he almost gets killed. She has to save him. And she's like, you need to go back to your people. But then these little uh, jellyfish seeds start floating around him and attach to him. And that's the, the the big super tree. And so she's like, oh, shit. Well, I'm taking you back to the village. And, of course, all the villagers are like, you, you, why would you let you in here? But then her mom is like the village kind of soothsayer. And she looks into him and she sees something. And so they teach him how to be a good and proper Navi. You know, I mean, we've all seen the movie, right? You I don't remember. From there, I don't, but does it, like he, and then like I, when the, when the people come and they shoot down the, the big world tree, 
obviously they're immediately like, fuck this dude, you know, but yeah. then he's able to go and do what no one's ever done before, which is to um, hair mate with one of the big, like really big pterodactyls that terrorize them when they're flying around in the sky. Right. And yeah, he lands with that, with that guy. He lands with that thing. And they're like, Oh shit. And then he rallies the troops and they throw and they shoot people with giant arrows and what I would say is that yes to all of that, but you know what? That movie is visually still a great <laughs> sit. I love James Cameron sci-fi world building. I've always loved yeah. Aliens and Abyss and the and Terminator Two and uh, he Titanic. Is, yeah, <laughs> and Titanic and that deep sea documentary series he made. I love James Cameron. Like he was, mili- military tech, basically. You know? He was involved with Battle Battle Leader, right? Or Leader Battle Angel. I think he was a producer. There was a time, dude. You have no idea. Like I remember, nineteen part of that, right? I don't even remember. I remember in nineteen ninety nine, there was a website called Development Hell, where I would keep up with movies that were coming out, and it was called development hell because they would, I mean, ideally they, you know, a movie would get announced, it'd get funding, it'd get made, it'd come out, but they would keep up with the history of movies that were like just constantly delayed. And even back then there was talk and plans for James Cameron to make a battle angel Alita movie, which everyone was like, what the fuck? Because if you've looked at the anime at all, you would be like, how do you make that movie in, you know, 1999, <laughs> which is probably why it never got made until, you know, 2017 or whenever that movie came out. And eventually he got into the Avatar world and I guess he decided he didn't want to make that movie anymore. But yeah, he he executive produced. But yeah, like, so Avatar, like, it's a, Pandora is a cool place. That movie is, if you've ever been on a roller coaster ride, not a roller coaster, a theme park ride. Uh, one of those kinds where you're in like a box and there's stuff showing on a screen around you and it's like, we've got to go into the past and the, and the, the vehicle that you're sitting in with, you know, 20 other people is rocking back and forth and it's tipping forward. Whoa. It's, it's like the best version of one of those, <laughs> which is to say that in those little like, you know, seven minute rides the acting is terrible the plot is not particularly interesting and it's very straightforward but it's visually amazing like it's quite the experience that's what i would say about avatar and i i did not regret rewatching it uh and i'm looking forward to the sequel because i'm hearing like genuine praise of the sequel not not just once again it's visually spectacular but the story is garbage like people are actually saying it's a good movie how did the first one end like the first, how one, does how does he stay in the not Avatar body? Because it's just a robot, right? The first one ended. So there is a part. So aside from the the giant world tree, there is a sacred area where, uh, if you remember, Sigourney Weaver gets hurt, and they try to save her in the sacred area. The sacred area area has like these like tendrils of things. I don't know. They can do stuff with them. They don't explain it at all. It's pretty much a, you know, like a, whatever you need it to do MacGuffin. So (laughs) they send 
the the Navi win at the end of the movie and they send the humans on their spaceships back into space. It's a, another dumb scene in that movie because they're just standing around like watching them load onto the spaceships. All the humans are looking sad. Giovanni looks up all and he, then he looks back down. He's sad. And it's like, yeah, you guys are gonna come back. Like what stops? Like we know humans, if they can't get, if they cannot obtain the unobtainium, at, at, they will at least come back and blow your planet up, probably, just for being the way you are. So, uh, the very end of the movie is they take Jake Sully and his avatar, and they take it to that sacred place, and they they lay the bodies down, and it's very and 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 Jake Sully's eyes close, and then the camera zooms in, and his avatar's eyes open, uh, and. And so apparently he's just, he is his avatar now. He is transferred yeah. into it. He no longer needs his little, <laughs> you know, like, you know, the other thing I realized watching this game uh, is how much, game? Game, see, you can see where I'm going with this. Watching this movie is how much this movie is Assassin's Creed, you know, <laughs> like the people lay down in their little capsule and they're able to get inside another body and interact with these people. Yeah. Um, sometimes they get pulled out. Sometimes they have to like fight off people in their world. But Jake Sully has put down his uh, his human body for his Avatar body. And I, I watched the teaser for Avatar too. I've not watched anything else. Yeah, I, I have no idea how the movie goes. It's 192 <laughs> minutes for those playing at home. That's three hours and 12 minutes. <laughs> I need to look at the uh, uh, when can I pee? Isn't there a website that's like best time to pee or something yeah. like that? I need to look that up and figure that one out. But um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it because again, really enjoyed the experience of watching Avatar in the movies back in the day. I went to it twice. Granted, at the time, 3D, while not new, had made like its sudden comeback. That's the, if you remember Avatar, it is or is was one of or was for a long time. And I think still is the top grossing movie of all time. And it was, you know, partially because of the, the Ooh and the ah of the 3d glasses. So this one's got the 3d glasses. It's got the, it's got some high frame rate. I'm seeing it in IMAX cinema, baby in I'm here. Back. Heartbreak feels good. I'm back at the movies, the movies. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just uh, I mean, I don't know. I there was a tweet that I guess James Cam- or James Cameron said in an interview or something like, "I got I got the I got the um, script back for the fourth movie, and there weren't any notes. It was so good or some, some <laughs> shit like that." And I I had wrote up a draft a draft tweet, and I didn't tweet it out. It was just all like. James Cameron probably jerks off in front of a mirror. Like, <laughs> like I don't know, just like, so good. He I is the best fucking thing ever. Nobody look. had any fucking. And it's like, come on, man. First off, nobody's probably going to comment on your shit anyways because they're probably worried, you know, that they'll offend you or something and they'll get blacklisted or some shit in Hollywood. <laughs> you should definitely look up some interviews he's been given for the past couple months. I listened to the, the film cast and the host on there, Dave Chen loves um, pointing out some, some lines from these interviews. He is definitely a man who recognizes that he has made 
two of the highest grossing movies of all time and has made, you know, all of these amazing movies. And you can read some of what he says as him being an egotistical asshole, or you can read it as someone who knows that this, like he kind of comes off and I can understand this as someone who has had his choices and decisions questioned over and over again by studio executives that ended up being wrong. And he has been successful enough that he's like, I'm sick of listening to you people tell me my movies is, is too long and needs to be cut down. We can't afford this, that, or the other. He is reveling in the success that he has had and is banking heavily on this movie. But anyway, I, I love James. If, if nothing else, like, I love James Cameron. I, lo- I love his movies. He's made some of my favorite movies. That alone will get my ass in the theater to see the Avatar, The Way of Water. And Avatar 3 and 4, <laughs> which they are also apparently planning on making. <clears throat> it is, um... I, I do wonder what, like, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I genuinely can't wait to see how well it does because there's a lot of people who are like, the first movie is crap. No one cares. It's been 13 years. Avatar has no cultural relevance. Who's going to go see it? And I I think that it's going to do, I mean, I don't know. I'd rather bet on the guy who's done it before. (laughs) Yeah. The only, the, the big difference though, from my understanding is that it's not being released in China. Like China has kind of cracked down on uh, American movies. And the first one, one of the reasons it did so well is because that's when the international market really got churning up and China fucking loved Avatar. So I don't, I don't even know, I guess, I guess. I mean, that probably does cut off what, like a billion people. Well, like literally more than that. Yeah. (laughs) Huh. Okay, looks like uh, looks like it is in the Chinese markets. Projected to clear two hundred million over Chinese opening weekend. That's huge. <laughs> That's huge. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else. Uh, anything else worth talking about? Not really, I don't think. Finished what did I finish? I finished something on Hulu. Uh, I watched I watched uh, the Peripheral on Amazon oh, Prime. That is the movie they've been advertising the shit out of on Thursday Night Football, right? That's the, cl- the show. Oh, it's got the girl that was in Kick Ass, right? Chloe or Chloe? I was gonna say Chloe. I can't remember her last name though. It's like was, a three. It's a three. It's a three name. She's a three namer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's a three. Got them three names. She's very proud of her middle name. Um. Yeah. But it's was, one of those. I got to go read up on it. You go, oh, like it's doesn't give you all the I, answers. I think I understand like what's happening in it, but I don't know. It gets kind of, I get, it's one of those things where it's got a plot going on. And like, if you, I think if you miss it or if, or if like you don't catch on, like you're kind of like, what? Like, I don't even understand. Mm. Like, like the whole, like the whole show. Well, I mean like, yeah. Cause like, especially as it gets closer to the end of the, of the season, you're like, 
it's all starting to like talk about stuff and you're like, am I missing something? Like what? I don't know what's going on. Like what is happening? I don't know. I feel like, I, I feel like I understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, I need confirmation, I guess, to make sure I do understand it. Mm. Um, I understand that. <laughs> uh, so I watched that. It was, it was okay. But like I said, I mean, like it's hard to, evaluate something when you're like, I got to go read a wiki after that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I don't know. I I find that if I don't necessarily understand everything in a show, but I I look it up and have it, you know, like have my understanding broadened or it finally clicks, I I can still be satisfied with it. I don't, I don't feel like a show needs to, as long as it's entertaining. Otherwise that is the big difference. A show cannot just be a puzzle box. And then not write good characters or dialogue or, you know, tell an interesting story. That's not going to work. Uh, one of the reasons I didn't like the whole show. I can't, I can't remember what that show's called. The outer, outer world, outer limit, outer, outer, whatever. What are you talking about? Which one? The Amazon show where Thanos finds a big hole on his property. Oh boy. It's something limits, right? Something like that, whatever. <laughs> it's the whole show. It's the giant hole show. <laughs> it's the giant holes. <laughs> Jay LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so would you say that peripheral is like entertaining and engaging enough on its own? Yes. Okay, that's good. I would say the cast, you know, and everything what's happening in it is enough to 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 draw you in. The last. So as far as like Amazon sci-fi stuff, I have not, like I said, I didn't enjoy the whole show. Um, and I, I couldn't keep up with uh, Tales from the Loop. Did you watch all of that one? That feels like... I have not watched any of it. You should check it's into those, that. It's an anthology yeah. show. So it's like, it's definitely up your alley. And it's, it's you know, it's it's a lot like, actually, it's a lot like uh, Amazing Stories, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of those things I really wanted to watch. Hmm. Um, I don't know why, but... A while back, I did go back through and watch Hunger Games again. Uh, really? Yeah, I have no idea what I like. I think something popped up in my YouTube, and I was like, "Oh man, I I, I kind of want to watch that again." I don't know why. I just, I don't, I don't know. It's the Jennifer Lawrence thing, I guess. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I never saw. I don't know if I. How many movies are there? Four. Yeah, there's four. Yeah, I never saw the because uh, they broke the the third book into a into two, right? Two, right? I yeah. never, I never saw those. Yeah. Uh, I watched. I signed. I'm watching Tulsa King. Uh, it's on Paramount Plus. Is that the Fester Stallone show? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. Huh. It's pretty. It's pretty good. Oh. Yeah, I heard. I heard it's actually not that good. Oh, and really? Like, but but it's it's. I, I I heard it kind of compared to the Jack Reacher show that Amazon put out, which is to say that it's not the most deep show. You're not getting the most acting or the best storylines, but for what it is, it's kind of one of those for what it is shows. Right. Would you Would you say that's accurate? I mean, I don't. I'm really enjoying it. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, 
I, 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 I look forward to every new episode that comes out. I think it comes out on Saturdays on Prime. I, th- I don't know if it comes out on TV. You know, it's when something's like on Paramount, I'm like, is this on TV? Right. <laughs> Does this exist outside this, uh, of a subscription? Yeah. What's well, like Lower Decks? I don't know if Lower Decks comes on TV. Like, I don't think it does. Like I really enjoy Lower Decks. I, I can't recommend. To me, it has been the best Star Trek series in the past whatever fifteen years. Lower Deck. Lower Decks. Lower Decks. That's the animated show, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It's just some. It's really it's it's almost like a comedic next generation almost like it's hmm. just so good um and i mean people like their picard mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. i'm just not a real big i i just i'm sorry but patrick stewart's just too old <laughs> like <laughs> even in the original next generation oh you mean the new no, no, Picard? i show. mean in picard gotcha 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 yeah it's i have just like not heard anything good about those it's just like it's just like kind of sad. Oh, hmm. I, to watch to see him. I mean, like because you know you saw him in like Logan, right? Right. And he hardly does anything in Logan. It's just you just yeah, like oh man, age is really catching up to him. Particularly <laughs> old and frail. And um, which you know it, that's acting. That's good acting and good makeup. Right. But still, well. He he keeps reprising that role in Picard. I tell you that right now. How about uh, that? Is it is it Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones in Kingdom oh. of the Crystal Skull levels oh, yeah, of kind just, of awkward? Uh, yeah, it's just it's just not good, man. It's just not. It's just, it's just like pass the torch, buddy. Um. Yeah, I think I'm gonna renew HBO. I think for a month. Yeah. And try to pick up watching some of that stuff that's on there. Because mm-hmm. I really want to see, um, I guess, the Peacemaker show. I want to watch the second. I was about to ask if you had watched that one. I want to watch the second season of Raised by Wolves, which I think was canceled anyways. But Oh, right. Um, yeah, I kind of want to watch that one. I think there's a new... Um, a new Creed movie maybe on there. I don't know. I don't know if it's coming to Prime or Hulu or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, there's some stuff on there I probably want to catch up with. Yeah. I don't know if I'd watch House of Dragon. Just... Well, you never like you never cared for Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, not really. Yeah. Because it's like, I, I was always like, um, what am I investing this time for? You're just going to kill off all these characters anyways. <laughs> I don't think a whole lot of the characters in that show end up in Game of Thrones, but I don't know. I get that. I get what I've heard about Game of Thrones confused with what I've heard about uh, the Lord of the Rings show that Amazon oh, yeah, put yeah, on yeah. at the exact the same Ring time. Or Power <laughs> of the Ring or whatever the fuck. Is, I don't remember. What, what is it called? Something Power of the Ring or Power? <laughs> yeah. Now, if you hadn't said anything, I might have been able to pull it out. Oh. <laughs> uh. I'm looking looking through here. Rings of Power. Rings of Power. Okay. 
yeah, I, I don't, I don't have a, a desire to watch that either. Well, also, you also didn't care for Lord of the Rings. That's true. What would you say horses, is your uh, like? Riding. What would you say is your favorite fantasy series, movie, books? Hmm. Oh, Ameri- I forgot. They brought back Willow. I forgot they brought. Oh, that's I right. I haven't heard anybody talk about that. Show. No, I haven't either, which is kind of weird, actually. Makes you wonder: Did did people come for the Val Kilmer in the first at the movie? Mm. You know? Yeah. Hey, he was very hot at the time. Yeah. Um, fantasy, 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 fantasy. <sighs> I don't know, man. I gotta like think about what fa- what is fantasy. You know, like what you know, like classic <sighs> fantasy. I would say, yeah. What is mm, so? So it has to be like more like token. Yeah, I would say like dwarves and elves and wizards. And, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't have to have all of those things. Or because I was like, what, what is what is never ending story? I would consider that fantasy. Yeah. Uh. What about Princess Bride? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I you know, I'd have to like look at a list probably and I could probably go, I like that movie. That's a good movie. <laughs> uh because I mean like I mean when you think about it, like, how often do fantasy movies actually come out? Like Like I'm trying to think. Like what was the last fantasy movie to come out i mean like i mean because it's 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 a real weird line right that you got to draw between fantasy and sci-fi kind of like love and monsters yeah is that fantasy or is that sci-fi it's about a guy who's in a world where everything becomes big insects big big everything i mean yeah you're you're right like it's sci-fi. It's a thin line. It has to have like a sci-fi or origin origination. I guess if it's got magic in it, then it's fantasy. Okay. And otherwise, it's just sci-fi. There, we've decided it. Mark it down. <laughs> Mark it down. Uh, well, like, well, that's I guess its own genre, like superhero movies and stuff. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's its own thing. Although technically fantasy, with a little bit of sci-fi. <laughs> but both Marvel and DC have magic, just straight up magic, wizards and shit. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to look here. Uh, yeah, it's and I I tell you one thing that really bothers me, Justin. That's the fact that you can't like break down stuff into categories in most streaming places like yeah well oh god yeah some of the streaming apps are just terrible these days all right fantasy on prime let's see what we got on now see all right just i'm gonna list the top top six here that are on the very first thing fantasy movies push do you know what push is which one is push Chris Evans and 
Dakota Fanning and they have like uh, abilities. Oh. Uh, they have, I think Dakota Fanning and him and Chris Evans have uh, not telekin. Well, hmm, telekinesis. It's where you can push shit, right? Telepathy is the one where you can read minds. So telekinesis. Uh, then it has the newest Amazon Prime Samaritan movie. That's the Sylvester Stallone superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Into Darkness. Okay. Yeah. World War Z. Okay. We're just making the Northmen. Up. We're just making things up now. <laughs> and the Hunger Games. Sure. A Quiet Place to Part Two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so if it's something that wouldn't happen in the real world. It's fantasy, which yeah. I don't know. I guess that's not inaccurate. I guess I liked um, Legend of Vox Machina. That's fantasy, right? And yeah. what about everything I mean, everywhere it's animated, all at once? Right? It's more sci-fi, really, if you think Is about it, it. Yeah, 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 because it's all about technology, right? That's how they do. The- I think so. Well, they don't really explain how Jobu does what she does. She's She's that's kind of fanciful. (laughs) The whole bagel thing. There's no good sign, quote unquote, scientific explanation for that. (laughs) Uh, I did really enjoy American Gods. Uh, I don't know if you consider that fantasy, but but that's pretty good. Are you excited to watch? The Last of Us? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't necessarily love the casting, but I'm open-minded. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, really I, a, I'm ready. I'm, really I'm a willing. Fan of, that, of the main actress, the little girl. Yeah, she was on, uh, she was beloved on Game of Thrones. Yeah. So to some extent, like my brain is still like, that's a little British girl. That's not that's not Ellie. That's a little British girl. <laughs> but, you know, considering the number of times I've I've gone thinking an actor was American and then I hear an interview and I'm like, God damn it, another Australian. I'm not <laughs> getting this. I suck at this. Yeah. We don't we don't have uh we don't have actors anymore, actors and actresses anymore. We just we we, we don't do those anymore. They're all, we all we import them. Yep, like I said, they're better than us. <laughs> Australians, Canadians, and and the and the Brits are all are all pretty much all of our actors. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, and musicians uh, for that matter. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to talk about. Um. Likes to send us. I'm, I'm sure you're good, right? You're good. You're yeah, okay? I'm good. I don't think I have anything Twitter wise to really talk about. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, if you like to send us an email, you can do so at letter at outlandishpodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash outlandishpodcast. Uh, Twitter Atlantis Cast, uh, Justin Atlantis Beats, me at Atlantis Matt. Um, 
Thanks for listening to episode 465, and we'll catch you on 466. And we hope you have a happy holidays. Yeah. And a happy new year. We're still here. Well, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully we're still here. Until the meteor takes us out. Yeah. And makes the universe or a better place. <laughs> oh, what was it? There was a tweet I saw today. I think it was this morning. And it was like a uh, a week of boys unsupervised and a week of girls unsupervised. Like uh, they were all like left in a house unsupervised with adult supervision. And like on these like and, as, for, as part of a TV show or on a- as part of like a study, I think like just like a, it, it was, I think it was like a British study. <laughs> they all sounded <laughs> British, but, um, uh, and I was, it, I mean, it got like within like, you know, it got Lord of the flies up in there with the boys. Yeah. And it made me think like, God, we're just pieces of shit. <laughs> when we come down to it, humanity just like, ultimately, we, we would probably eat each would other. just we would just be pieces of shit. Like <laughs> no matter what was around us, no matter who taught us, we would probably just grow up with, you know, greed and lust and doing whatever the fuck we wanted to do. And it's just that's just it's just, we're pieces of shit. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Cause yeah, I was just all like this one they just one boy, I guess, had done something to this other boy, and like it, it made me oh, yeah, it made me like just start thinking of you know Lord of the Flies and just how how we're just shitty. <laughs> well, not only that, Matt, but if you really want to feel terrible about humanity and get really mad and sad and all that, so I, obviously don't do this. But look up what uh, <laughs> the Russians have been doing to in captured towns in uh, <sighs> Ukraine. Well, I know they've definitely been like murdering everybody and burying him and then yeah whatever. yeah i'm yeah and it's just i'm not even gonna mention some of the things i, I heard about today oh, yeah like literally yeah. You, you don't want that in your headspace yeah i mean i'm sure to pop up in my recommended on twitter <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep we talked about it just now so i'm sure something's listening and it's gonna put it in there for me Fucking garbage Twitter now. I don't know, man. Like, how do we... I, I don't know where to move from that, you know? Like... Oh, yeah. No, I'm... Wanna, I'm pretty much on Twitter until it all goes to shit. Like, truly, yeah. truly goes to shit. With my, with my third-party Twitter app. Because, yeah. you know, it's... I, don't, I, I here's Here's the way I see it happening, is when Twitter eventually fails, as it were, and whether that's it's made bad enough that enough enough people get off of it. Eventually we will collectively agree on something. I'm basically willing to let <laughs> everyone else figure out what to get on. Just like I always have. I wasn't one of the first people to get on Twitter. I was far behind on getting on Facebook. I'm more than happy to let people be like, this is what we're using. And like, okay, whether it's Mastodon or hive or whatever. Right. Which Mastodon is just like a collection of discords, it looks like, or something. I yeah, think it kind of looked like, like that, too. It's like, yeah, I, think, okay. I think that one kind of quickly fell by the wayside. But then I also heard that Hive was just being developed by, like, two people and couldn't really deal with the great crush of people joining it. So we'll see. Maybe It may be something that hasn't even come about yet. 
you would think all the uh, since like you know so many people left Twitter or were fired, you figured they would just start their own company, like some hedge fund would be like, all yeah. right, uh, yeah, actually, let's just let's just boot up another one. <laughs> we got enough. We got all the talent that should be from there to ma- maybe make another Twitter. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, I hope everybody has a safe and happy holidays and yeah. uh, be good to one another and uh, cherish the ones you're with um, because you never know, you know, how long you'll have them. So dead, uh, dead, dead. Someday you'll be dead. Thanks for this episode 465 and we'll catch you on 466. Bye. Bye. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you for listening. Good enough.